Your profile picture on here look nice. <laughs> what is it? Nice fuckboy haircut, tank top. Wow. Wow. A fuckboy haircut. Mm-hmm. You know it's that season, Will. I don't think I have a fuckboy haircut now. No. What's your haircut looking like now? I got this. I don't know. My hair's grown out. A thick-ass beard. I got a, it's a spiritual journey type of look right now. Skin tearing your hair long. <laughs> I'm I'm on a spiritual journey. Okay. Seriously Probably. Both. Okay. I respect that. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Both. I'm out here. I ain't, I ain't done with the fuck shit no more. You'll awaken like a motherfucker after that. Let me tell you, 2018 was mine. No lie. No lie. I go through cycles. I go through cycles. Yeah, I love growing up. I love evolving and all that good shit. I don't care. I don't want to talk about that. I mean, I don't want to say I don't care. That sounds rude as hell. But, I mean, it's not like it's my kid. I'm not the one, like, having a baby. It's like, it's, I don't know. I just think it's right. weird when someone says congrats to me like I had anything to do with it. <laughs> like, I didn't, I ain't got nothing to do with it. It. All I got to do is when you're an uncle or an aunt, you just on the side. You hold the baby every once in a while. You check on them. You show up, yeah. yeah you show up weird. for holidays, for birthdays, all that stuff. But it's no fun until they start asking you to drop them off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is weird because I got nieces and I love my nieces, but I mean, kids are not that fun. It's really different. I swear, kids bears, are you know? not. I like. I, I'm to be. Honest, I'm not a big fan of kids. Like I'm all about. I've been saying before the before the quote became popular. I've been saying fuck them kids for a long time. Uh, yeah, bro, no I'm no telling lie, you, man, fuck them kids for real. Kids is like for every one kid that is life changing and that inspires you and that you just love and you appreciate. For every one of those, it's about seven assholes. Like. Bruh, kids are effing assholes. They're jerks. Um, and no matter what age range, like from babies through the teenagers, teenagers are definitely horrible shit. The young 20-year-olds are awful. Like, if all them kids, bro, I'm I like adults. I'm not I'm not even a big fan of adults, right. to be honest. You know, to be honest, most humans are just shitty as hell. But humans humans are whack as hell. And it's crazy because I'm a people person, but man, fuck them kids. I'm telling you. I'm a people. You a, you a people person? Um, yeah, it's fine. I'm an introvert and I'm an extrovert. One minute. Mind. Hold on. Which one? Are you an introverted extrovert or are you an extroverted introvert? <coughs> See, I'm the opposite. I'm extroverted introvert. Like, as much as I love being around people, that's how yep. like the older you get, the more you realize you just need that balance. I'm probably, I'm probably seventy. I'm probably sixty-five, seventy percent extrovert, and then about thirty-five percent introvert. I, I wasn't introvert at all growing up or through college, but 
as an adult, man, you got to have that balance. Like, especially when you work in customer service and with people and stuff, like, nah, I, I need my chill time. I like to be by myself. Uh, humans just are, bro, I tell you, humans are just the worst sometimes. Like, I'm driving through traffic today just realizing how much people get on my nerves. Like, you know, like, when you, when you, uh, the lights, the lights green, but you know the other people they can make a turn after you go first. Like you go straight first, man. These yeah. dumbass cars just trying to hurry up and speed and turn before you can go straight. I'm like, bro, y'all gonna cause? People don't care if they cause an accident as long as they get to where they want to go. They don't give a damn. And you know, dealing with F- Florida yeah. drivers, whoo. Florida drivers are the worst drivers I've ever seen. And I know everybody says that about whatever city they're in, but. Florida drivers are the worst. Like, to be honest, like, Atlanta drivers aren't bad. It's just that it's so much traffic and niggas drive so aggressively there. So that makes it bad. But it's not like that they're all shitty drivers. But Floridians, yeah. these niggas can't drive. They don't know the rules of the work, the road. And then when you in Florida, half of them are hella aggressive and the other half is hesitant. And you mix that together, it's just, oh, man, it's shitty as hell. Niggas suck. I feel like I sound negative as hell, so. <laughs> no, I'm just listening, because sometimes it be like that. Sometimes shit sucks. Sometimes you got to say it. And the thing is, is, like, I'm not a positive vibe type person, like all positive vibes only. I, I, I work with full range of human emotions, and I find myself sometimes, like, you know, because real things be happening. Not crazy stuff, but I don't want to feel like every time I'm talking, it's a story, but I shouldn't yeah. feel like that. See, so I'm a, I mean, I'm a person that's all about positive energy. Like, and when I say, like, positive vibes, positive energy, I just want to make sure that's all I'm sending out to the world is just positive energy and not just being negative with people and constantly complaining or starting drama with people or being an asshole towards people. It's like things like when you call when you when you call an AT&T because they done messed up on your cell phone bill and I'm not trying to wow out on the, the customer service person. They ain't got nothing to do with it. So I'm not going to trip out on them or if your apartment complex randomly says you owe this much money and you know you don't. I'm not going to wild out at the person at the front desk. They ain't got nothing to do with that. They just work at the front desk. So that's the kind of stuff I mean. I'm just trying to send out positive energy. I don't want to be like, especially dealing with social media. You got all these damn trolls on social media and people being negative and disrespectful. I want to make sure that everything I give to people is positive. And I'm all about feeling the full range of emotions and all that, but it's too much negativity out there. So I'd rather be at least somebody who's just sending out positive energy. And it probably sounds mad, like hippie and corny, but I don't give a damn. Like, I, I could care less. I'm going to send out all that positive energy. Like, I don't want to be a person who, in traffic, you randomly give somebody the middle finger because they cut you off. Like, I'm never going to see this person again. I'm not going to... I'm not... Some people just don't deserve to have space in your head. So I'm not going to... Some people don't deserve to have uh, to have control of your energy. Actually, no one deserves to have control of your energy. So, awful. Mm-hmm. So... Anyways, so what was we talking about? Since we talking about balance, let's talk about having balance in your life. Okay, I'm letting you uh, lead it, of course. Nah, I want to. Well, I just kind of want to talk about like, I guess work-life balance because I feel like most companies they be especially these days in 2019 they talk about having work-life balance and mental health and all that but I feel like that's just something that a lot of companies say and they really ain't about it 
yeah, they they not really about that life, about having work life balance. They they're about having work life balance when everything is going good. But as soon as shit hits the fan, they can care less about that work life. They gonna they want to control you. They uh they want to make sure that you're doing what they want you to do. So they can care less if you came in at seven a.m. and you got to go home. But as long as you taking care of what's at work. Or some shit that hit the fan at work. They're like, nah, I don't care if you came in at 7 a.m. We need you to stay till 9 p.m. And we need you to come back tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock. Like, that ain't work-life balance, bro. That's why people be drained out and be ready to flip out and wild out at work. And and you can see it on people's faces. You can feel it in their energy when they're walking in. Like, I don't know. Like, and that's, at, go ahead. I felt like that at my last job. Uh, my current job, I've been working. My first 90 days are up. So I started in January. And um, honestly, with my last job, like, I worked for a trio program. I thought it was going to Of course, like, you under. Let me say this. Not The job itself is never hard. Yeah. We, yeah, yeah. Let's just say that. And the kids were easy. Students are going to be students. So that's like students are random. I'm prepared to deal with students. That's what I went to school for. That's what I know. But my director made it hell. Aside from having to work a lot, like some jobs, that's just the nature of the right. You're going to have to work a lot. But if you can treat me like a human and be accommodating and understanding and not be, you know, yeah. a bitch or whatever, I can deal with it. But when I say, like, no lie, not even exaggerating, my whole 2018 work-wise was hell i spent i started looking for my started looking for jobs damn that's why i started that job and that and that's and that's that when i i'm not lying i'll fly for jobs almost every day if not I, it was not a, a week did not go by when i when i um was yeah. not applying for jobs but um as far as work-life balance uh because of the experience that i went through with that job i asked real questions when I'm doing interviews. I don't ask, well, what's your teacher <laughs> style? I ask scenario-based questions, things that let me know how their answer is, how they're yeah. going to be on the day-to-day. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, nothing is worth my peace. Like, I have to have peace. I used to, like, hate when Sundays came around because I have to get up and go to work again. Right. I don't feel like that now. But I think work-life balance isn't necessarily... Um, even though it's called work-life balance, it does not necessarily necessarily have to um, deal with like your profession, like anything in your personal life that requires work. Say if you're a caregiver to someone or you're working on a project with someone, I think you have to have a balance. Yeah, if you can. yeah, I, yeah. Balance isn't always about I, I spend thirty percent of my time at work and thirty percent of my time here and all of that. Balance is just how much peace you have. The older you get the more you realize peace is probably one of the most important things to have peace and money <laughs> peace <laughs> peace and money uh-huh. are two of the most important things because when you have money more money a lot of times peace can come with that because a lot of times your peace gets messed up because you don't have the money but not to say oh that God. money brings you peace money makes it a lot easier for you to have peace though like that's tough and that's called um Oh boy, I can't wait to have that. That's what I'm working on now. It's really called Fuck You Like That's what I'm working on now. Like, I I was so mad at myself because I was like, you know, I'm in my own apartment. I can see if I was living at home. If I was living at home, 
right you know if i didn't have a car no f that job but i was so disappointed in myself because i was not in a position and still not i'm still working towards it to where if a job made that i could leave so i'm really really working on like savings like saving is like everything like and i hate to be like cheap but i'm really cutting back on a lot of stuff like i just cut off my cable i still have internet but i'm like i'm paying almost 200 dollars. yeah i cut that cable off a while ago yeah yeah like i want to have some stuff kind of squared away by you know by the time I'm 30. It's a certain amount of money I want to have yeah. saved by the time I'm 30. Yeah, that, I cut that cable off a couple years ago because it was just pointless. You sit there realizing that I come home and I wouldn't even turn the TV on until like 9, 10 o'clock at night. I'm just right. listening to music or I'm cooking, right. reading, whatever. And then I realized when I do cut the TV on, I watch like four channels. The hell? Was... Yeah, I know I do. I know I do. HGTV, Bravo, B. Bro, I wasn't watching none of that. And then I was like, most of the stuff I watch is going to be on Netflix or Hulu. So I might as well have that. So I cut that cable off. And I was paying like, the cable don't make no damn sense. Like I'm paying like $90 for cable, $100 for cable. This shit don't make no sense. It's pointless. Yeah. Ain't, I'm watching the same old shit. I can go watch YouTube. YouTube is free. I can watch YouTube. I'm watching Netflix. I'm watching Hulu. I'm listening to podcasts. Like, ain't no point in that. It's going to be crazy because it's in our lifetime that cable's going to die. Cable's going to die in our lifetime. That's going to be so weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be so strange. Pretty soon, yeah. we are gonna see these networks is gonna follow the uh, follow what Netflix and stuff is doing. Like we're gonna see that pretty soon. Uh, what show? Lois just like how to get away with murder. Shows like that that's gonna be coming on. Mm-hmm. They are gonna start following the Netflix model. It's watch. I promise you, in like the next five years or something, ABC and CBS is gonna start just releasing their shows all at one time on their apps they just gonna have apps and you're gonna watch it it ain't gonna be no more than once a week type shit like and it's crazy like legit i will i still watch how to get away with murder but i i used to when it first came on i'm gonna make sure i watched it every thursday night now i look i legit won't watch mm-hmm. it until the season's over with just so i can binge watch it on hulu like, ain't no point mm-hmm. now. Like, you realize as soon as yeah. the season's over, about a couple weeks later, it's on Netflix. So, I'm going to just wait. And I legit, actually, I just did that over the past two weeks. I just I just watched the entire season, this past season of How to Get Away with Murder over the last two weeks. Because I get, like, Netflix has ruined it. I can't wait once a week and watch something anymore. Like, nah, that's, that's just mm-hmm. whack. So, it's just going to be crazy that pretty soon, like, think about it. We're going to be talking to, like, our grandkids. Somebody, yeah, you TV used to be different. You used to have to wait once a week to watch something. That's gonna be so strange. That's so crazy. And, or <laughs> the TV Guy channel. Me and uh, Nick was talking about this, like for to come back around. Like, oh, yeah. I used to hate <laughs> that. that you know yeah, I used that? to hate that when you would turn into it and the channel you was looking for just passed, and then you gotta wait for it. Oh shit, bro, that's crazy as hell. Times have changed, bro. Like the, I, we gonna be telling kids, yeah, it used to be something called the TV. Do they? Even, is that still a thing? TV guy channel. TV guy channel. You know what? I don't think so because cable. I mean, because cable comes with a TV guide on its own. You know what I mean? Like that's if you have the box, though. you can literally just go through and see what's coming on. Like you don't. Like that's what. Okay. Like that's crazy. I wonder what was the last year of the TV Guide channel. You know what? I would say two thousand five or two thousand six. 
because I remember having it in high school. You don't even think it was still there? You know what? You you need. I think it was 2009. Remember when they had to switch from uh, analog yeah. to digital? That whole thing. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. Actually, uh, so TV Guide magazine is still here, but. TV guy, <laughs> I be saying that to go But bro, like you can just Google and be like, "What time does whatever come on?" And you can find that on Google easy as hell. Bro, like, like, bro, life is weird as hell now, man. That, you know, I'm sorry, I got the TV on in the background, and I just saw Pop Popeyes got tater tots now. But <laughs> wow, Pop, <laughs> that's some sexy shit. Popeyes, bro, they just. They gentrifying Popeyes, bro. <laughs> bro, they gentrifying pretty soon. Popeyes gonna have some weak ass, uh, some cucumber melon sandwich or something. Like they gonna gentrify it. You know what? what I just thought about, Will? You know what I just thought about? And this is some real shit. I'm gonna tell you why Popeyes is for grown folks. They don't have no kids here. <laughs> Popeyes. Is First of all, folks. don't no kids need to be eating all that fried shit anyways. Yeah, dang, like, we, man, we so fat, bro. Everything is fucking fried, dirt. Like, niggas is hungry as hell. Like, think about it. This is how hungry and fat we are. You go to a restaurant, and they talk about, and the waiter talking about, did you leave room for dessert? Like, bro, like, do you still have room for dessert? Like, niggas make room for dessert. You didn't ate all this food. Your ass know you fool. And you still gonna make sure, oh, I got a little space for some, for some cake, for some brownies, for some ice cream. Like, so don't know... That's why I what the fuck? <laughs> I always be my first. I'm like, why wait? I'm I thank God that I don't uh, really like sweets. Like, it was never a big thing for me. I thank God that I could care less about some sweets. Because I be saying people be struggling on sweets. Like, it be, like sugar, sugar, people really be addicted to sugar. It's like, I, I was reading the other day that, that sugar, people have the same um, addiction as they would have to cocaine. Yeah, yeah like... It's the same makeup. It's like one. Bro, like I was okay. So I was watching this special, and then it made me go and read about uh, sugar and stuff. And they said back in the seventies and eighties, like sugar companies got was so pissed off that people started trying to like eat healthier and all that and stuff. So when they have um, fat free and stuff, sugar companies kind of created the whole fat free thing where where yeah they'll tell you it's no fat in here, but it's full of sugar still. So. The fat isn't what was killing people. It's the sugar now. And they showed that since they've done that, since their early 80s, America's obesity rates have just gotten higher and higher and higher because people think when they see fat-free that that means something. We need to be worried more about no sugar and no sodium. That's what we need to be caring about. Right. I watch Hell sodium, yeah. I'll be watching some sodium because, like, my mother... Blood pressure medicine... And I'm about to be 30, and my high, my blood pressure is fine, thank you God. But it's just like I don't all those no. shit. You don't have to be on that shit. And my mom is like working on some health things now, but it's just like you don't like. I'm not I'm not trying to live like that. And I haven't. Yeah. And it's a little bit different for me because I'm a woman. Yeah. And I, I don't want to have children, so I really have to watch my diet and. Word know, up. Yeah, it's just crazy. Like it's all that sugar that we be getting in sodium. I I always I definitely watch the sodium intake and everything because sodium definitely will make it taste better. All that salt and all that seasoning and stuff. But 
niggas got to chill with that season salt. I don't like. I ain't cooked with season salt in probably a year and a half, two years. Like I haven't bought season salt. We do not need season salt for to make this food taste better. There's all kind of seasonings we can be using that we don't need seasoning salt. Yes. Natural stuff, garlic. I can't cook nothing without garlic and onions. Real, like I'm talking real garlic and real onions. I love. Nah, garlic. don't use that I, shit. I don't use seasoning salt because I have some in my pantry. I don't even. Uh, I don't even use it like that because it really just makes yeah. the food salty. It does not season. Hell yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because salty. I know people. They cook chicken, bake chicken, grilling chicken. Because, you know, when you bake something or grill it, you're going to taste them seasonings even more when you cook like that. And people be throwing so much seasoned salt on it. I'm like, bro, this shit is salty as hell. Like, I feel like I got to put barbecue sauce over this so, just to air out the uh, salt taste. Like, but, man, you got to watch that sodium intake, yo. Like, you got to watch that sodium and that sugar. A lot of... A lot of processed foods, like, I know, and some things, it's like, I'm not going to say you have to have sodium, but some things, like, I I have to get pre-prepared because it's time-consuming. Yeah, like chicken broth got a lot of sodium like in it. Broth, you know, I'll probably say, yeah, I think that's probably the only thing, because everything else I can get from the, um, like, I can make my tomatoes, I can get, like, corn, frozen Anything corn, with preservatives, though, like is going to have a lot of like, salt um, in it and stuff, a lot of sodium. Any most of anything that's like canned goods that's why actually the frozen vegetables are better than the canned vegetables and stuff because all that like broth and juice that they sitting in in the cans that's what preserves it like it's actually healthier to do frozen green beans than canned green beans because that when it's that's what preserves that that's why canned goods are good for years that's why they, if it's a if there's a zombie apocalypse keep those because that's going to preserve that shit for years to come because of all that salt like with like I, I eat a lot of that's black beans and brown rice and stuff i make sure i get the black beans with low sodium or i get the uh in the bag and i just cook up the black beans myself or whatnot because a regular thing of black beans got so much sodium in that shit and that's that's why even if i do the low sodium black beans i pour off all the juice that's already in the can and then cook it like that yeah always rinse that pour it off I, and I rinse it because it's so much sodium or whatnot and that's why black people be having so much high it's not that it just runs in black people that we're gonna have high blood pressure i mean it's a lot of things to have high blood pressure because if you just black in america period you're gonna be more stressed because you're dealing with certain things that like white people or asians don't have to deal with or whatnot but when it comes to the food stuff nigga, we want all that flavor in our food all the time and we think we got to put all this down seasoning in our food and that's that's not helping us health wise. Like I work with the a bunch of like older men, black and white. They all southern or whatnot. They're all southern. They're all older. They're in their fifties and sixties and stuff. And every day they going out to lunch and eating all this unhealthy food. And some of them get mad at me when I talk about them not eating all that unhealthy stuff. I'm like, yo, I care about you. Like I'm just I'm not trying to push what I believe on you. But I'm just saying, man, like, try one day. Just try it. Try being healthy one time. Like, I promise you, being losing weight and not having all that weight on you, man, it so, feels so good. Like, just try it one time in your life. Be, being skinnier is so much better than being fat your whole life. Like, there's some people that's just been huge for 40 years of their life, for 50 years, for 30 years. Like, I promise you, man, you lose that weight, like, you're going to sleep better. Sex is better. You can buy smaller clothes. These Some of these big people got to get two plane tickets just to. And let me tell you, like, 
for real, for real, because I'm all about, I really am all about body positivity and reimagining uh-huh. what we think is beautiful. And we have to unlearn a lot of things. Right. And I'm not even a big person. You know what I'm saying? I do like my body, but I'm working right now. I'm like, hold on. I but you got them curves, though. Like maybe 10 pounds now. But you got you them curves, though. Hey, hey. But, but even with that, it's like, and, and I think you years have been kind, Will. <laughs> because <laughs> because I be looking at that thing, uh, like, I be sure. Like, like, if y'all listening, I appreciate y'all listening to supporting the culture. Bruh. But there are some people out there that just, ooh, Lord, thank God. That's why I mean, my homegirl was saying, uh, she was like, she asked me if I've been back to college since we like graduated and left. And I was like, I actually haven't been back since I uh, moved to Florida. And uh, and I was like, I just haven't been back. No reasons to it. I, I just haven't went back or whatnot. And because, I mean, homecoming is more for like Greeks and stuff. Like Greeks love homecoming way more than the regular person. It is. I hate that everybody say that because I'm Greek. And my thing is like, but the, but the thing is, I hate to say it, like it is. It's like when you go to the party, you know. Yeah, you like, not, but like, but it's a lot of people that can't wait to stroll because they haven't done it since last year's homecoming, and they're gonna be out there. Like most most of the events is sent. That's college a lot of times on a lot of campuses, not everywhere, but on a lot of campuses, everything is centered around how the Greeks feel, what the Greeks are doing, and that a lot of times that comes down to like the student population well it comes down to the student population like are you taking control and doing something yourself and a lot of times they don't because they just allow the greeks and the athletes to have to plan everything and do this and that so that's why i just like homecoming is not that big of a deal but anyways my homegirl was like well you need to go back to homecoming and stun on them because you wanted the few that look better after college or whatnot, but there's quite a few people that I've seen that look so much better from high school and college, and I'm just like, damn, they look good as hell. So shout out to that because I know it can be hard. Like the older you get, the harder it is, especially if you have a career. And the older you get, the more you got going on in your life. Like you got health things going on, you stress. You got work going on, you got family crap going on, or you live 500 miles away from your family and just all kind of stuff. So it's hard to have that balance a lot of times. But it's worth it. Like I'm, I'm in my 30s now, which is crazy as hell. But I've never felt as good as I do mentally, spiritually, and physically for the most part. Every once in a while, when you get 30, you re- some things just hurt, and you don't know why they hurt <laughs> or whatnot. But I'm not rushing time or anything. It's weird. I, mean, I can't believe I'm 29. I'm like, bro, I'm really 29. Like I'm about to be. 30 next year, but one thing I can say, like, I thank God that I'm getting older. I thank God that I'm able to get older because, I mean, it may you not do. Cliche, but it really is true. You, you get wisdom. You do. You feel more comfortable. So it's because, but you know, you've been through a lot, so you know what you want. It's like when they always talk about in a relationship and the man's asking a woman, you want to go get something to eat? She's like, yeah. And then you ask her, you want this? No. You want this? No. Like, what the fuck do you want then? It's kind of like that where the older you get, I know what I want to eat now. Like, I know what kind of woman I want. I know what uh, what kind of church I would want to go to or what kind of place I would want to work at. I know what kind of clo- what color looks good on me to wear. I know the way I want to rock my hairstyle. Like, I tell you what, like, I'm telling you, women in their late 20s and 30s, I love women. They're, like, grown women are sexy as hell because grown women 
have a confidence in them. They're not, and maybe that's just kind of women I'm attracted to. But I love them women that they they not settling for these fuck boys or anything like that. Like that. Like hell no, we trying to have kids and get married. I ain't got time to be fucking with Ray. Ray. Right, like I love Ray a confident ass woman. Like I just look like she knows what she wants. She's like I love women who are direct. Like. I don't know, like, because a lot of times, like, younger women, and I say women because that's what I date, so I'm not talking about men right now, but, young, like, because, you know, people can't wait to, like, well, men this. Right. I'm like, okay, well, I, we, we talk about one thing right now. Just because we talk about the color red don't yeah. mean we got to talk about the color blue. Chill out. But, but like, a lot of times younger right. women, especially when you're dating in college, they don't know what the hell they want. Like, they just playing all these, not playing games, but... It's just none of us know what the hell we want, so everybody's just effing confused, but we all think we smart and know everything. Don't nobody know shit at them younger ages, but we all thought we had the answers. And so dating women, all the women always thought that they were so much smarter and knew what they wanted. And so I get older, and then I got these older women, like, they so, so confident and just, and I just, because not all people are direct, and I love a direct woman, like, I was talking, so there's this, uh, there's this chick I was talking to, this this young lady I was talking to, and and I told her one day, I was like, yo, you look so cute standing up there just doing your thing, and she was like, William, she said, Will, dogs and, she said, puppies and babies are cute. Like, tell me what you really mean. I was like, what? She said, I said, puppies and babies are cute. Tell me what you really mean. I was like, oh, well, damn. Uh, I said, well, I mean, you was, you was beautiful up there. I was like, you was mad sexy up there because you was passionate about your career and you was just explaining your career and it was just hella sexy. She said, all right, thank you. T- say what you mean and mean what you say. I was like, damn, like, like, shit, like, see, I love a woman that, that can just not necessarily put you in your place, but she'll check me and she'll give her opinion. But even if, like, if I go back at her and talking to her, she doesn't mind be like, oh, my bad, I apologize. Because young people don't like apologizing. In my experience with, I'm not used to women apologizing, period. Women don't like apologizing. And that's the thing, like, I don't mind. Um, right. And I speak for myself, and I speak for all women, but I really don't mind apologizing. That's one thing I can say. Like, I've always had a sense of um, when I'm right or wrong in a situation. And thankfully, the relationship that I was in um, in college, it was a mature relationship. Shit, man, what? It wasn't no like BS type thing. <laughs> And, and no, I get. I'm just saying, my mine wasn't that yeah. mature when I look back because it was partly like no real communication. It was so immature. Actually, it's pronounced immature for the culture, but it was so immature. Because, like it was just no communication. It was the type of shit where she would tell me, "Oh, everything's fine. I'm not mad," and then go to all her friends how pissed off she was, and Will did this, and Will did that. I'm like, well, how am I gonna fix anything if I don't know what's wrong? Like, you gotta like, you like, they always say communication is important, but those when you're young, those things just sound cliche. And so the older you get, you realize they're cliche for a reason because it's real. And communication in anything at work, in your relationship, in a group project, at church, wherever, at the gym, with a workout partner, communication is real. And I know in my relationship in college. And she didn't have no damn communication. She didn't communicate nothing to me. And it was the type of thing where she was more in love with the idea of marriage and not actually being married. Like, she just wanted the big wedding. She wanted to be able to tell people, I'm married. Not like, 
the everyday struggle of a real relationship because I thank God that I have a lot of friends who are in relationships and who are married because when they be talking about it, I listen. I, I be listening to all the gyms and stuff and they talk about like just the regular everyday stuff and how how, how marriage is so serious and when you're in a relationship and y'all don't see each other and y'all just going through stress at work and bills and all that it's so easy to fall out of love like it's so easy it's so much easier to give up on something rather than actually to stick around and work on it yeah it's just it's like it was anything with the gym like sometimes when you working out for months and then you just mm-hmm. hit a point where you're like oh, I'm tired of this shit and you stop for two days and then it's three days then it's four days and it's much easier to just give up and be eating whatever you want to eat and drink or whatnot. And it's the same thing in a relationship. It's much easier to be like, this is hard. And then you try to find excuses not to, you you make up excuses not to stay in that relationship or you make up excuses not to work at being together or whatnot. So, so man, that's why I look at a lot of those college relationships with people and high school stuff. A lot of that shit was so immature. <laughs> And the thing is, it's like, well, are you... You don't know what you want until you experience it, yeah. Supposed to know what you want, because a lot of that has to do with maturity and growing, you know what I'm trying to say? You you know what that's true, and after going through that relationship and another relationship that I had, I I have a wonderful idea of what I want and what I don't want. And I've never been one for bullshit either, like... I've never been one of the women to where if I'm messing with a guy or whatever, like say if you're just fucking around with a guy or whatever, and then you start thinking of, thinking of it as other shit and what it's not, like, no. If I'm just having sex with somebody, we're just having sex. If I'm in a relationship with somebody, yeah. I'm in a relationship with somebody. If I'm dating somebody, then I'm Yeah, communication is important really as hell, and it just sounds cliche, but communication is important. Really so, on a, on the same subject, but on a different subject, do you think that women can... Can flirt well like overall can women flirt because i feel like women are the corniest flirters and don't really know how to flirt <laughs> i mean of course everybody is different but overall do you think like in large wise because they're are you serious you think women are better first than men Oh, women better flirt. Women are better flirt. I, I don't. I would. Yes, and I, I don't. Yes, I don't think. I mean, I guess I'm kind of flirting. That is not good at flirting. Dropping hints. Men are just more overt. Like women, we're hints. Like we drop hints. Like this. <laughs> because it's like I know me personally, I have a hard time knowing. Women do. Women cannot flirt. flirt. Like especially even on social media. <laughs> Like, so I, a way a woman would jump into my DMs is, like, you know, I'll post a video of me working out or something. And a girl, she'll DM me, and she'll put, she'll think of some corny question. How do you do this workout? That seems so hard. I'm like, girl, I know you try, you're interested. You're not interested in the workout. Like, get out of here. Like, just tell the truth. Like, women don't know how to, or they'll just like several of your pictures or something, or just start liking, be more consistent mm-hmm. in liking your pictures and videos. Or... Uh, yeah, yeah, like she's never used to comment on my pictures and videos and stuff, and then all of a sudden, she I, on my IG story she comments a whole lot more now. Like it's it's just so funny. Like women, women overall, I know there's degrees to it, but overall, women are shitty flirters, yo. Y'all can't flirt. 
It's what? And it's, and it's so... Um, I think that uh, that's whole nother, that brings a whole other dimension of flirting, like Instagram and um, like like right. pictures and stuff. Like me, with certain because me, I genuinely like look at pictures on Instagram and I like pictures. Of, right, like, and that's cause weird because I'm like, just like I like shit that I like. It's not that I like it because I like you or whatnot. I just if you take dope pictures, if you're a fine ass woman. I'm going to tell you that you're fine. And that's not even me trying to get at you or I like you or anything like that. Like, if you out here with some fine-ass eyebrows, I'm going to tell you your eyebrows look nice. If you smell good, I'm going to tell you smell good. If you are killing the game and you got a dope business going, I'm going to tell you about that. Like, I'm going to just tell you about that. I, I don't. Maybe that's why a lot of women would tell me that I'm a flirt and I flirt too much or whatnot because I don't think that I am a flirt or that I flirt too much. But because I will compliment women and I have no problem complimenting women, then they think that I'm a flirt. That's literally all. You're just a truth teller. And I think some, and I think some of that have to be like, don't be so arrogant. Cause like, I know I'm a good yeah. person. But every time it's, I, like, I yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I don't, I think me, I don't be thinking I know how to take a compliment, to be honest, because I always feel like I'm not used to taking compliments or whatnot. So when someone compliments me, it's just, matter of fact, I had one of my students, uh, a young lady, she called me, she told me that I was beautiful the other day, and she was dead serious. And I was like, that kind of took me back. I was like, uh, oh, thank you. Like, it was so different. And that made me think about, I've never had someone call me beautiful. Like, it might sound corny or whatever, but I literally have never had that. It just I, I've never had someone call me beautiful. And she really meant it too. And I was just cracking up. I'm like, oh that well uh, Thank you. Like I, I, I would appreciate that. But that's just that was crazy. That might be the not the nicest thing someone's ever said to me, but I don't know. I think it was one of the most unique things to be honest. I I, I was just surprised that someone she called me beautiful. I I was it was weird. I don't know. It was different. I like hearing beautiful. I like hearing beautiful more than sexy. And I asked my line sisters, I was like, what make y'all feel sexy? Do y'all consider y'all sexy? Because like I said, I know I'm a good looking person and I uh, I like how I look. But I feel like for me, sexy, but everyone has a different, yeah. it has uh, various definitions of sexy. But to me, sexy is like, on sexy is fleeting. You know, Beauty will last. Like sexy, yeah. That's a lot to maintain yeah. based on my definition of it. Yeah, like yes, then when someone yes, like when white dudes is. like she's hot or somebody's yes, like she's is. sexy, that's some shit that can be you sexy on Tuesday, but you might not be sexy Wednesday, and you probably wasn't sexy on Monday. But if you beautiful on Tuesday, you're gonna be beautiful Wednesday, Thursday. Like if you beautiful at the gym or your workout clothes, you're gonna be beautiful at work. You're gonna be beautiful at church. You're gonna be beautiful when we go out and be ratchet at some club. Like beauty lasts. Beauty can last a lifetime, but that sexy shit, you got to get dolled up to be sexy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, yeah, I just... What's what's sexy on a man to you? Sexy is pleasing to me, like, no. I don't know. Ooh. Um... I know there's subtle things, but I like 
so I pay attention to like how a guy looks at certain things. Like, I so, like so you you think passion guy, is set when like, a man is passionate man, about something? He, like talks about something that he really really likes with passion, or. I think it's a lot of women. I feel like women find ambition. Women find ambition sexy. I like passion on a guy. Like that is so sexy. I like passion. Are you sure? Do you really? Are you sure? Do you really think you don't have a type? I don't have a type. Because a lot of us don't know. My friends swear I do, but I do not have a type. Because each guy I've talked to. Right. But intellectually, like spiritually, you mentally, you have a type, they but not do physically. Not look the same. Swear. I swear. Right. Like they got to be smart. They got to have manners. But I've always ended up with creative people, smart people. <laughs> You um, just like the create. You like the. I feel you like the creative type, the sensitive the type, the thinking the type. That nice. That's what you like. Yeah, yeah, and I think a lot of people. Yeah. Well, I ain't gonna say a lot of people. Yeah. Because I think I'm just talking about me. I don't yep. ever know if I have a type. I think. I think in that sense, I like goofy women, women that can laugh at themselves, and I, I like funny women. Just I don't know, funny women are just hella dope to me. Cause I I just don't like hella serious people that are just serious all the time. Anyways, so when it comes to women, I like a woman that can joke around, laugh for herself, and that's just funny, just genuinely funny. But I like a direct woman. I like a. I remember I invited this young lady over to the house, mm-hmm. and and she texted me. She said, uh, she said I don't know if you're gonna have wine, but just to let you know, I like red wine. And she told me the exact type of wine she liked and what kind of food she liked and all of that. And I'm like, damn, she just, that was her way of telling me, have this. <laughs> like, <laughs> she said, make sure you have this. Like, I, I don't know. I just, mm-hmm, I think this, mm-hmm, I love mm-hmm. direct women, but then I like physically, <laughs> I love women with some natural hair and some dope ass eyebrows. And that's probably going to be, and, Probably shorter. I like shorter women, probably. I don't even realize it, but I probably like shorter women. And it's funny because I always, you know, I love some titties and be talking about titties, but I ain't never dated a woman with big titties. Well, I need a big titty woman to like me back, maybe. But I ain't never dated a a big titty woman, like, and it's crazy. I love some titties. I appreciate titties. I'm probably a titty connoisseur, but I ain't I like all titties. And there's <laughs> one of the best. Oh, that's a that's a hard one because I like all type of titties. To be honest, deal? like it may sound weird, like. but I still like like I like smaller titties. Also, when women be like, my titties are small, they not really nothing. I'm like, shit, like them things is suckable. You got a mouthful, like <laughs> what? Let me tell you. So I so. Love my but if I have what breasts, size are your breasts? What size are your breasts? And then what would be the ideal size to go down to that you would want the most? Girl, please. You know how many women have been on here and said they breast size? I'm not going to tell my breast business because, you know, listeners. But my... <laughs> but Look, y'all, her titties are big. Just know that. Honestly, I don't know my breast size. And I'm going to tell you why. Because each time... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> each 
time I go get a bra, I, and I'm gonna drop it down for y'all ladies. If you wanna get a bra, let me drop free game, it's free game. Go to Rick, well, for Atlanta, go to Rigby and Peller and Fitz Plaza, like on the second floor. Let me tell you, you can have breasts down to your knees and they will have a bra for you. I am telling you. Those days where I get my bras, I have to go get me some more. Yeah. But usually when you have larger breasts, you are usually relegated to colors like black, white, beige. Not I, sis. I have different color bras, you know, bras that I like. So, um, mm. yeah. But um, I'm going to know my breast size. Because so what would be your ideal size? For a bra when I go. Oh, really? Ooh, I like some B-cut titties, though. But uh, I would be fine with a... I think my ideal size titties, my I'm not my ideal size, but what? I don't know, like to be like it's for real though, for real. I like all types of titties. I like the big areolas. I like the small areolas. I like big titties, small titties, beige titties, dark titties, titties that sit up, titties that sag a little bit. You know, titties they got titties they got the little space, a little bit more space in between each titty. Or whatnot, like mm-hmm. I like I like all types of titties. I do, but I think I do really like a C cup, a C mm-hmm. cup titty with her nipples pierced. This is fire. I wanted nipple piercings, but I was like, my breasts are big enough. And I don't need that. And if I get my nipples pierced, that means. I oh yeah, that's true because you can't wear a bra if I you just got your nipples pierced because you can't take the nipple rings like, out for like. For a minute, so yeah, and I yeah, that does make sense. But yeah, I think I like I like some 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 titties yeah. that got the nipples pierced and whatnot, like and that. I think they're beautiful. If I had my nipples pierced, I wanted to get like gold. The bars. Um, the gold um nipple rings. I don't want the hoops. I want the. The, the bar, yeah, but I don't have to do that because I know how my breasts. Like the new thing now is, there's a lot of women that just wear one ring, one nipple ring, and leave the other titty with no nipple ring, and that that's weird. I don't get that. I don't understand, like why. Like, nah, that'll make me that. Mm-hmm. But I'm a, I'm not much of a piercing girl. I like tattoos. What I is have, that? Uh, and I um I like waist beads. So waist beads? I think that's very. I like to, uh, you put waist beads around your body. Oh, that. Okay, okay, I got you. Waist beads. You put them around your body, and it, it, uh, they originated from Africa. Oh, I love when a skinny so chick got a back tattoo. I don't know why, but I find that sexy body, as hell. But I like it. Yeah, I love when a skinny chick got a back tattoo. It's just weird that I just always. That I'm always talking about how much I love titties, but I don't never date a woman with some big titties. It's crazy because I would. Well, I don't have a big butt. Like, I like, I like, butt I like some medium sized titties and a medium sized booty. I fuck with I that. That's what I, I like. And for the woman to be like, like a little hood. And just a little hood, but she gotta have that great balance of classy hood and a little ratchet in there. Cause you know, ratchet's a little bit worse, it's worse than hood. So, yeah. But I gotta, she's, she's gotta have about 5% ratchet in there though. Five, because if you 5% ratchet, you know when to bring it out. Like a hood chick that 
graduate a hood chick with a PhD. Now that's what's sexy. <laughs> hood and country, but because when you hood and country, I that's a whole nother level too. Uh, hood and country is sexy. Um, Give me a nice church going hood chick that went to college. Now that's real fire. Are you for real? Like, women really do like dad bods. Okay. Oh, dad bods be a move too. <laughs> dad bods. I dated one guy that had a dad bod. It was my first experience with a dad bod. What was it like? Huh, so this, so this is a dad bod. <laughs> I didn't tell you that. But it was different. It was different for me. But Why? Different like, how? Like, what you mean? I don't know. Like, it was, it was, it was cool. It was different. Hey, shut cute. that! Shut that shit up. Because like, <laughs> she well, said, Shh, like, like, I'm sorry, it's my childhood. Is she stupid? <laughs> I'm trying to be quiet to like air it out. <laughs> nigga dogs. Um, Man, I got me a nigga dog over nigga here. Nigga dog. Uh, <laughs> uh, when you, whenever you gotta explain something first. You know it's a nigga situation. Like when you get somebody get in your car and you like, hey, hey, just let you know, bro, you gotta uh get in. You gotta get in on the driver's side and climb over to the passenger side because the door don't work or the air, the AC only works on the left side of the car. So, but but it's cool though. But it's cool though. Like whenever you gotta explain something first, that's a nigga situation. Why? You sound like you talking about a boyfriend. He get on my nerve. I love him, but uh, that nigga. Anyways, this dad, this dad bot. Yeah, because for the most part, like. All right, uh, student affairs. Trying to be inclusive with my life, but most times, right? You know, most times, but most times, like. Yeah. It's easier for us to be in shape, though. Y'all are naturally more in shape sometimes. And it's easier. And, like, the guys I've talked to or or been, like, intimate with, they've always been, like, either in shape. Yeah, they be in shape. (laughs) So it's like a dad bod was different because I was like, so like but how is it different like what's the what's the differences that you would see if you're being intimate with a man from compare a man's body with intimately not just how it looks but when you're being intimate with a man that's in like really good shape compared to a dad by like what's the difference that you see You, you think a dad bod is more comfortable? He's more comfortable with his body? I'm laughing. This is what I will say. Is when you're in shape, like, of course, you're going to have more of course. stuff. And, you know, the sex is great if you're in shape. Like, it really is. But, um, but do you think that a dad bod, that he is, that he works harder intimately, though? That he... different because he was a skateboarder so that's kind of different. he did physical shit like so he probably he had natural good. like natural strength though service, so yeah like maybe you didn't see he didn't have a six-pack or all these muscles but 
Yeah. Right. He just had a gut. That was it. Everything else was pretty natural. Yeah. Like it was just it wasn't a a, a body that it catches. Like eye basically he didn't give a shit. Like, this is me. Oh, he wasn't shaped, but he got this gut too. So This was, is me. You gonna take yeah. me. I am. He didn't give a shit. He didn't give a shit. So And that's how I feel too. I feel like women, I know we go through different things and stuff. And I'm yeah. not the most in shape person, but like this, this, no, I get these it. niggas will get what I give you. <laughs> yeah, I get <laughs> it. In a derogatory way. But I mean in a way like Everybody, everybody's you know, head. Yeah. Instagram we have people's head fucked up. Like Everybody but that's that's regular though. That's more normal than these women with these small ass waists though. Like that's not the average thing. Yeah, and I have the whole spectrum. Friends. I have friends who are in shape, skinny. Like I have friends who um the whole spectrum, and it's like you know. Yep. And we all have our own body issues and it comes and goes daily and I'm pretty sure that's for men too. Like sometimes I wake up and I'm like, ooh child, like Human nature. You know, you Human nature. You know, so I understand the uh emotion of Yeah, of human nature, but it's like let me tell you like you like everybody is not gonna be a size zero and all that stuff like that. Everybody is not gonna be proportionate like a coke bottle because you gotta watch that too. Like I just like some dope ass women. That's all I like. A woman that I'm attracted to that's funny. And the only thing, she's got to think that I'm the funniest dude she knows. I don't need you out here kikiing at other niggas' jokes. Like, I'm be, fuck that. Don't be out here kikiing at these other dudes' jokes. If you don't you dare walk into this house talking about, babe, I was at work today. Marcus said the funniest thing I've ever heard. The fuck? Marcus? Marcus? Like, tell Marcus he needs to fall back and quit trying to be funny around my girl. Like, right. you better, even if you don't think I'm the funniest person alive, you better be fake laughing at these jokes, girl. You better be fake laughing. Marcus ain't that funny. Right? Right. <laughs> but you know, I can't, I'll never talk to somebody who, or or I'll say, yeah, dealt with somebody intimately or like dating or relationship wise who was not funny. That sounds I boring as hell. Like put people who laugh. right, like, people who are never funny, like, like people who are never funny, I don't wanna be around so your whack ass. <laughs> right. Like I've been around I've been around women like that. Like it's been a group of us and I'm talking about like I don't like no boring woman that can't talk, that don't have no conversation. And this girl was like well, I guess we ain't never gonna work. And I was like, what? She said, I'm boring. I ain't got nothing to talk about. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's what I'm like. Well, stay a boring asshole. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> if you're boring, you boring, you got boring. And, and she was like, boring. yeah, I need mean, your, your vagina directly correlates that. to your personality. <laughs> <laughs> Men and women, their vagina and their dick is correlated to their personality. 
Huh? I wonder. That makes me wonder. I wonder what women yeah. think. It's a positive correlation. How my <laughs> how my dick is there? Because you know what's funny? Just last week, last week, this girl told me. She said, "Will, you seem like the type of nigga that moisturizes his dick." I was like, "Wait a minute, what the fuck?" Like, she said, "You seem like you probably moisturize your dick," and I'm like, "What does that even mean?" She said, "Like I said, you seem like you probably rub some coconut oils on your dick or something." And I'm like, "I don't know if that's a compliment or not, but I did say I do shave my dick, and after I shave it, I will put some cocoa butter Vaseline over that. So I guess I do moisturize my penis though, like." So maybe, maybe that is true. Like maybe my personality correlates to my dick. My personality is a, uh, damn, damn, Jesse Bell, you might be right. Because I have a personality of a man that likes to, uh, that likes to really take care of a woman and be a good host. I love to be a good host. I want to make sure. Right. Damn. 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 Oh, shit. She like, oh, said, <laughs> my. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> For real. Like, you feel the vibe. I'm telling you. Let me tell you. You feel the vibe. Like, like oh, okay. Okay. Bruh. That's so funny, though. Like, bro, I think that, uh, Bro, that's hold on, wait a minute. I'm cracking up right now. Cause that's funny as hell because I think that might be true because women always talk, talk about how I make them feel so comfortable and they feel safe. They love the energy at my house. It's such a vibe or whatever. And bro, that, damn man, it might, it's a lot of information, but that is how I do be in bed though, where she comes first. I'm a hell of a host. I want to make sure she's good before I got mad. Like, bro, damn, you just put me onto something. And I feel like too. Like right, and a lot of these niggas is out here selfish as hell. Me and my homegirl, I was I was recording a podcast yesterday actually, and me and my homegirl was talking about that how these women need to start checking dudes when they not up to par in bed because when you don't check them, they think that they like doing the best in bed and they gonna keep doing that shitty ass stuff in bed and then do it to the next woman and do it with their girlfriends and all of that. And that's why these niggas be out here. Niggas, niggas be out here selfish as hell, and then it directly correlates to how they are in bed. Like, bruh, that's funny as hell. She, oh, my, my pussy is safe here. <laughs> uh, my pussy safe here. Cause let me tell you, like, I just feel like what I've always, um, even from like first time I had sex. I just, I have friends with different experiences and you can't learn everything through reading but I do think life can teach you things and you can learn a lot from others but before I even started having sex, I was like, I'm not gonna yeah. I just have this way with me and do whatever you want and I'm not gonna enjoy it. You know, like... No, no one hits the mark every time. No, you don't, nigga. No, you don't, nigga. Stupid. Oh shit! But but it's just like you know, like if, if you're having sex with somebody who, and I, how can I say this? Like, if you're having sex with somebody, that means y'all have a, a, a mutual interest in one another. Right. That's how it should be. So if you have a mutual interest in my pleasure. 
and I should have a, uh, I mean, you should have a genuine interest in my pleasure, and I have a genuine interest right. in yours. Anything less than that, anything less than that is crazy to me. You know, like, you know, like to masturbate in my body. I'm sorry. Like, damn, that's so true. Like, your personality directly correlates right. and translates to your sex life. Damn. It translates. It translates. Damn. It translates. That's woke as hell. That's woke as hell, bro. Um, I feel like, oh, this nigga selfish. Oh, hell no. You know, I mean, it translates to everything. Like, come on now, think about it. Think about it. It, tra- it, trans- it translates. Like, when guys be talking like they're hella selfish, like, oh, oh, let's see which celebrities. Uh, I'm going to tell you which male celebrities who I think selfish in bed. Who do I think is selfish? I think. <laughs> um, I think T Diddy's selfish as hell in bed. I, I think I think Drake is selfish as hell in bed, but he disguises it with his emotions. He's selfish as hell. Um, I think Idris Elba. We don't really know his personality uh, though either. I don't think Idris really gives us his personality. Uh, who else? But Idris. But I'm saying I think it's harder to try to guess that from someone who's an actor or actress, though, because we don't really see these like we don't see Idris Elba's personality that much because he's an actor. So we see him portraying someone else. So it's going to be harder to get it from an actor or actress. But with somebody like Taraji Henson, her personality, I feel like, comes out in her roles, though, if if you know what I mean. that's what I'm saying like her personality comes out in her acting and her interviews and all of that so I feel like because she is a very direct person and intense she is the type of woman that's gonna tell you nah nigga to the left no faster slower no do it like this like she's gonna tell you what you need to do and then you're gonna do it and she's gonna be like yes just keep doing that right there and I love those kind of women because if I'm fucking up just tell me and I will fix that shit and I feel like that's how she is so Bro, that's funny as hell. <laughs> uh-huh. What about? Yeah, I I, I had to yeah. tweet it so I oh, can remember that. I had to tweet it so I can save it and remember it. It does like it really, really does. Like I can always tell. I, not even guys that I deal with. Like you know, close to interact with the people on the daily. Who's selfish? Lazy, lazy as head. Oh, a lazy head is the worst when a woman's just like giving you a blowjob and she's got her head laying on your stomach, like just doing it so lazily. Like that just shows me that you are a lazy person and you're not trying to climb the ladder at work. That's what that tells me. <laughs> if you and give you a lazy head, yeah, lazy head is the worst. If you, if I can do better on my own. I can do. Just, just look, like Tyler Perry said it. I can, I can do bad all by myself. I That's what he meant. I can do bad all by myself. Yeah. What the fuck? I might as well jack off. Like, what's the point of this? Yes. I have yeah, learned that and, that and, men and, don't and know that, and I was surprised by that. Like, because. Like, I've said it on this podcast before. I'm the type of dude that's going to be reading. I'm going to read all about the vagina. I'm going to read on how to please the vagina. I'm going to read about... Yes. There are literally books about sex. The Joy of Sex. 
you all the Joy of Sex. They have two editions of the Joy of Sex. The original one was released in the seventies. Then they have. Oh, let me. I'm go ahead and say this. It's a book called She Comes First. I forgot who it's by. Yes. Let me go to my bookshelf. I'm about to give. I'm about to give you these books. Hold on. I'm about to tell you. Um. Uh, yes. I'm gonna tell you what books these are. Let me, let me go to my my repertoire. Um. Let me see. This is. I oh, know that's not that one. Hold on. Um, where is it? Okay, so I have Pleasure, Pleasure by Hilda Henderson, MD. That's Pleasure spelled the regular way by Hilda um, Henderson, MD. They talk about different things like that. Um, let me see. The Joy of Sex. Ooh, Sorry, you hit my books up. The Joy of Sex by Dr. Alex Comfort. Um, Urban Tantra by the no, Urban Tantra. The title is Urban Tantra Sacred Sex in the 21st Century by Barbara Corella. Um, and then what's the other one? Um, yes. Uh, I guess my other one. I don't, I don't understand why dudes wouldn't want her to come first. Like, yeah. oh shit. Hold on. Oh, I'm about to Google. All. I'm saving all these. Are, yeah, come as you are. Yeah, come as you are. By Emily Nagoski, PhD. And the only one I see that says "Come as you are" says it's by Kaylee Craig. That's not right. Oh, I see. I see it. No, it's Emily Nagoski. That's how you got open like your vagina a like a pocket button. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> hey, you remember like years ago, it was back when I was in grad school, Brian McKnight came out with a song that was like, let me show you how your pussy works. Do you remember that? Bruh, this nigga really came out talking about, let me teach you how your pussy works. Like he's going to teach a woman how her pussy works. This nigga was that vain and had that much confidence. Yeah, here it come as you are, the surprising new science that will transform your sex life. Oh shit, I'm on this, bro. I'm buy- I'm buying this. Yep. And to me it's like read read different things. Cause like I don't know, like um right. I'm a dynamic person in regular life. Like I don't like things being the same. So naturally in sex, I think it's just people to switch things up and to not fall into a routine. But it depends on your partner too. Um, it depends on what your partner like. And, I, and, it, and I guess, like, do you have conversations with the people that you have sex with? Will like, if you really having sex, I said you have sex with someone. Well, to be honest, general, I stopped like, having sex because like, I wasn't like, like having those conversations, and it wasn't. It didn't feel like it. I, I don't want to have sex if it ain't like on a spiritual level. Like I just stopped doing it. Like I need some spiritual level sex. And so I stopped. Like I'm not wasting I'm not gonna waste numbers and effort and energy on sex when it ain't like somebody that I'm really gonna have some dope sex with. Like I'm not I'm just not down with that one night stand stuff anymore. I'm I, I just don't care about that anymore. That's the kind of sex I want where let's have some conversations about right. this shit. Like that's that's the kind of sex I want. I'm not wasting. I'm not. Look, I got some. I, I'm a king, okay, and I got some really nice dick, okay. So I'm not gonna waste it on just some any old chick. Like I got some, not just dick. I got nice. Just mm-hmm. I'm a, like I said, I'm a good host, mm-hmm. right? 
I'm a hell of a I'm a hell of a host. So I'm not gonna yeah. There you go. Yeah. And I'm not gonna waste this conducive you environment conducive on a chick that don't deserve it. So I stopped yeah. and I'm not fucking around with these regular ass women. I'm not a regular ass nigga, so But you know what? That's how men should think about themselves, and that's how women yeah. think about themselves. Like, I'm being serious. I say I can't be out here playing. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, and the way I look at that, each person that I've had sex with, it's like, like it wasn't. I never had sex with somebody who. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just personality just trash. Oh my gosh, I I can't be out here like that. Like that's when we need a privilege, and people should feel that way. You should. It should be. And that's how I want to feel about a woman that I'm dealing with. If I'm like dating with dating a woman or getting to know her, I want to feel like it's a privilege that she's letting me in her life. So I got to make sure I treat this special. I got to make sure that I'm treating her like the queen that she thinks that she is, and the queen that I view her as. Like. Why would you want to be wasting your time on somebody that you don't view as a privilege? It doesn't make sense. That just, that legit doesn't make sense. I want to be in a situation where every day I'm like, whew. Like, I, I want to be in a situation where every day I'm like, oh shit, like she's really letting me in her life? Oh shit, I can't, I can't fuck this up then. Like, I, I don't want to fuck this up. Like, that's, a, I want mm-hmm. a lot of things in my life to be like that. I want it mm-hmm. to be, mm-hmm. I want to have the type of house at home when I come home to I'm like damn I can't believe I live here not saying that I don't deserve it because you got to make sure that you feel like you deserve it but I want to feel like man this is crazy this is me this is my woman this is my house like this is the kind of car that I drive like I want to be just so incredibly grateful Mm -hmm. for that so I just got tired of dealing with these regular ass women because I'm not a regular ass dude or whatnot. So I gotta make sure. Like I'm gonna I gotta I wanna make sure that I'm mm-hmm. I represent what I want in a woman. I gotta represent what I want in a woman. So I yeah, you know. Right. Fuck these hoes. Alright, Jazzy Bell. <laughs> Fuck these hoes. Shit. Fuck these regular ass people. <laughs> Fuck it. But yeah, I, I, I think you have to move different. Uh, well, um, he was kind of referring to he was in a relationship cheating on his woman, so he's only going to mess with a woman that has a dude because she's got something to lose also. So that's kind of a different correlation. (laughs) Yeah. Wow, do you know that? Wow. Yeah, because I could totally relate to that back in the day. The old Will could relate to that. You know what I'm saying? I think the statute of limitations has passed, so it's okay to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> what I was gonna say, um, I, I crap, I forgot. Crap, I forgot what I was gonna say. But I'm just saying, yeah, confidence make everything. But I'm not saying like confident people don't have low days because. You know, yeah. I definitely have my days just like, oh, I'm not feeling myself, you 
know, like everyone has days like that. But you have to know what you bring to the table. Yeah, you know, you know what I do. And I think I, um, speaking of like confidence has its low days. I actually every day I I write in my phone things that I like about myself mm-hmm. every day. Like I legit will go into my notes section and just find things to write about mm-hmm. and uh, that I like about myself. And I've been doing that for like two months now. It feels weird to talk about that. Um, what do you like about yourself? I love, well, I love my creativity. I know that. I love being creative. Yeah, I know man. that I'm hella creative. I love that. Um, and it's funny because everything that I love about myself everything that you can love about yourself can also have a negative thing that like like the best things about you can also sometimes bring out the worst things about you mm-hmm. but I, but like I love that I'm creative I love that I'm open minded mm-hmm. about things I love that I'm hella introspective I love that I have no problem admitting that I'm wrong like because I know a lot of people have a problem admitting when they're wrong I love that I can I love that I can be so sure of my opinion and then someone can bring me some new information and I can be like, oh my bad, okay, I'm wrong. I didn't even think about that. I love um I love that women are able to feel comfortable around me and not have to worry right. about he's trying to get with me or he might try to rape me or he's just he's just trying to have sex with me or anything like that. They know that they can be themselves around me no matter what. Like, um, I love that I'm direct, even though that sometimes right. being direct right. can be not so good in the professional environment. <laughs> um, I love that I'm the type of person that can bridge cultures, and because I'm friends with people from all type of backgrounds and stuff. And and I love that I'm a funny ass man. Like I'm a I'm a real funny ass dude. And I right. love that I be really dropping gems and saying dope shit even though people want to focus on the negative shit. So I love that I can really drop some gems and not give a damn what people think about me. So, yeah, I love some... It's crazy. After saying that, it makes me realize I love a lot of dope shit about myself. So, shout out. Man, fuck these niggas, bro. Good. Seriously, that's good. What do I like about myself? Um, You have Southern hospitality. I like how I really well. Yes, I, it is, though. You know, I wouldn't even call it that. I, I, I treat people I treat people how I want to be treated, and I, and I value people that I have in my life. Word up. Um, That's like the best kind, though. I have a really good sense of humor, sometimes in a period. Um, <laughs> um, I like <laughs> I, um, I like my face. I think I'm pretty, and not because it's just like my face, but like in my family we have wide faces, we have big faces, right? So when <laughs> so when I look at my face, I have my yeah. face, I have my grandma's face, I have my great grandma's face. Like you know what I'm trying to say? Like I like it, it, I think of my family when I think of my yeah my face. Um, I like my uh, my willpower, and I I love that I'm smart. I like to talk, not to talk about that book shit. Like I can figure out my way out of a situation. I know how to make things move. Um, I really I love the power that I have. Uh, I like how I overcome things because I've been through some stuff. 
where I, who am I was talking about this? I was talking about this mom one crap. I've been through this and I, I didn't necessarily have time to heal from these things. Like, um, you know, I went through something. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, well, I had to start doctoral school shortly after that. You know what I'm trying to say? And so it was like, I'm not saying it's strength and um, suffering. But it was like, okay, I did, I surprised Yeah, I think you should, like, start doing that, too, and write down shit every day of what you like about yourself. It's actually a pretty dope exercise. Not, I need to do it. You're going to do it. I need to do that, seriously. No, 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 like, what, no, just say it. You're going to do it. But you know what's crazy? I've kept a journal since I was, like, Yeah, okay. I mean, you could do it tonight. I'm just saying. I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'm going yes. to do it tomorrow. But you know what I do? Okay, I'm going to do it tonight. <laughs> I promise I'll do it tonight. I am, you love your oh, boobs too because you talk I about them. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I love my Yes, boobs. come alive in the I summertime. Love I love my legs. Summertime, I put these down. Bruh. Down. Yes. I come alive in the summertime. Uh, <laughs> do you think it's a such what do you mean? act up season? I don't think like, necessarily like, summertime is act, act up season. season. I think act everybody has a not everybody, but a lot of people have a time in their life where they're like, Man, you know what? Fuck it. I'm about to just have a good time and enjoy myself. So act up, up to me, act up season don't mean you just about to be out here wilding out and doing nasty stuff and being drunk or anything like that. Act up season is just when you like, you know what? I'm doing my thing, fuck it, and I don't care what anyone thinks, and I'm gonna just do whatever makes me happy, and I'm gonna enjoy the hell out of life. That's what act up season should be. But I feel like with social media, people are under pressure to have yeah, this type of, yeah. people be like, I low key thinking women are under pressure to have a whole phase now, because that's what's popping on social media to talk about that. Like, I feel like they really low-key might have yes. a pressure to be like, oh when's your God. whole face? Like, yes. like it's a thing that every woman needs to have a whole face or something. Like, no, nah, like, that just, like, it, that that was popping on a TV show on fucking, uh, on, uh, Insecure. Like, they don't, that's not real, that doesn't have to be real life. Now, maybe the no, premise of it is real life. Like, these black women going through this and dealing with relationships and dealing with jobs, yes. At the basis level, yes, that's real. But, all the actions from it doesn't have to be real. People don't have to have whole phases, to be honest. Now, do I think that a lot of people need that type of um, experience where they're like, um, they got to have that experience where they're like, I got to get this out of my system type of thing. You know, like like a lot of people do need to get out the system a lot of times, certain things out the system. And it's not necessarily sexual with everybody because some people, it's just not a big deal to them, the sexual stuff. But there's different things. That's how I've always felt. Like a lot of people no. are like, oh, college is supposed to be your years when you And some people are relationship like, people. I was the one person in college because I was in a relationship. So to me, you do what you do. Yeah, like. Um. What you I don't know like are you a relationship I, I really I like love like I really do like love love is dope and I don't know if I'm a relationship person because I really have no clue if I'm a relationship person to be honest I've never thought about that 
Um, I like love a lot. And I think relationships are dope. But I also think um, kicking it with different women is dope. So, like, <laughs> like I think... Like I, I, I just think both are dope. Yeah. I think that that's how having I, I guess for me, for me, I think being able to experience both is dope. I like the, I do enjoy women's company. Not saying that I just want to whore around or anything, but I enjoy women's company. I like being around different women that I like their energy and their personality and the vibe that they give off and having conversations with them and stuff. But then I also like having that type of relationship shit where I know it's one way. I like the type of shit where when something good happens to you, you have that one woman that you can call, yeah, and be like, babe, guess what happened? Or you see somebody that you haven't seen in a long time and you can call her, be like, babe, guess who I just saw? Or somebody ran, like, you can just text them and be like, guess what I just did? Or you know how stupid I feel? I just ran into the door at work or something like that. Like, that's also dope, having that one person that you can call and text and say that stuff too and she understands you like it's something about it's something about having a person that totally understands you and you can just totally be yourself unapologetically with yeah because even, to be honest even with like my mother or my sister care. I can't totally be my unapologetic self you know I'm not gonna be all of me around this person like the only person i'm gonna totally be my entire so because even around my boys and people i call my brothers i'm not gonna be like the romantic wheel around them <laughs> so like it's so, so yes yeah, yeah 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 so it's just they i think i think I there's a, a there's certain parts of my life where i'm a i was a relationship person and then there's certain parts of my life where I enjoy the company of different women, but I'm at the stage in my life now where I'm a relationship person and I'm probably going to be like that for the rest of my life now, if that makes sense. But I do think that when I was in a relationship, half of my relationship, Mm -hmm. I wasn't a relationship person anymore. (laughs) So, and, but because I was young, I didn't realize that I wasn't a relationship Mm -hmm. person because when I was young, I was young and dumb and just thought, and I'm, I'm freaking 19, 20 years old and people telling me happy wife makes a happy life. And like, nigga, bruh, that's toxic as hell, especially at 19 and 20 when I, when that's this is just toxic. my girlfriend and we're living in dorm rooms and we're in college or whatever. And I'm thinking I got to put her happiness before mine. That don't make no damn sense. Me neither. And it's not fair. And I'm a believe in that. And I'm a woman. Like I don't believe in that. Like yep. when you get in a relationship, and we have to just re uh, unlearn a lot of the things that we think. Uh, I'll say about relationships and marriage. Like when I'm in a relationship with somebody, their happiness is just as important as mine. Like, and I believe when you get married to somebody, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to stop doing the things that you normally do. Like, you know, stop. Of course, you make time for your husband or your wife or however your par- your partner. But it's like. Yeah, yeah. Yep, that is true. And like, we—it's crazy because we're learning now that a lot of the a lot of the mindset that we grew up with and that we was taught is some very toxic as uh, teachings and stuff. Because like our parents and stuff taught us like happy wife makes a happy life, and that literally means Mm -hmm. that as a man, my happiness doesn't mean anything. And if I'm sad or depressed or frustrated, 
then as long as my wife is happy, then I'm good. That's all that matters. Like that's the basis of that thinking, which is not healthy or good. And then that's why we grew up with a lot of fathers that was working 16 hour shifts and just stressed out all the time or whatnot. And just wasn't healthy or whatnot. And that like so much of the way we was brought up is just it was toxic as hell, man. None of that was healthy. And that's why our parents is just were stressed and unhealthy when we was growing up. But we didn't even realize that shit. That's why they that's why they was growing up. Cause whoopings ain't really uh healthy to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> They not, but I, I believe in discipline. I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say I want yeah. um, with my child. Right. I, I think it'd be the last thing that I resort to. And I don't want my children to have a fear of me because to me, fear a drop. Like I want them to find they could talk to me about anything. I want them to respect me just like I respect you know whenever I have children if I have right. Children, but because there's a lot of stuff that I didn't tell my mom just because I didn't. Want yep, to hear her that about. is so true. Like there's so, like. I look back and realize I didn't have as close of a relationship with my with some of my family as I wish I could have because you just don't want to hear their mouth or whatnot or because you know they was going to disagree with you or you was going to piss them off and that's not healthy. I want to be able to have that if I have kids one day, I want to have the kind of relationship that that they feel even though they think that I'm a disagree, they feel comfortable enough to come to me and still talk to me and tell me. Like, I always, like, I feel like my mother was the type of person that if I was to tell her I was having mm-hmm. sex or something, she would get mad and just tell me, uh, you need to, we need to get you back in church more, or you going to hell or something like that and not tell me about real life shit or whatnot. Like, I just, like, I, there was so much, I wouldn't even want to tell my sister because I didn't want to hurt her mouth. Like, I wouldn't even want to tell them that, uh, no, I didn't go to church today because I knew they would get pissed at me because mm-hmm. I didn't go to church. Not them asking. Not they wouldn't just ask me. Well, why didn't you go to church or something? They why didn't you go to church? What reasons right. did you have not to go to church? Right. Type of thing. Like it would be so yeah, aggressive, and that's not healthy. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, real accusatory. I don't want to have an accusatory relationship with my kids. I want my kids that if they fuck up and do something wrong. They feel comfortable to tell me, but they still know that I'm a discipline they ask. Like, I'd rather have it where they don't want to disappoint me. Not that they're scared to tell me. They just don't want to disappoint me. And that's a healthier relationship. Yeah. 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 So it's just a lot of shit. A lot of the ways we was raised, man, was just, I really feel like it was hella unhealthy. Hold on. You edit that out. I have to put something in this thing. Um, I think that uh, my mom did the best with me. The best. Yeah, and I don't want to sound like she wasn't. Right. I don't want to sound like my mother wasn't. She did the best that she could with what she had. And it was a different day 20 years ago, too, though. It was totally different back then. Like, I'm 29. I know I'm not ready to have no kids right now. Like, I would be fucked up if I had Oh, shit. Hell yeah. I really admire parents and stuff. Like, think about how you be feeling on your worst day. But it's like, you know what? It's not like I got somebody looking at me calling me mommy either. It's not like I have a dog. Ooh, thank God. Ooh. And I ain't even got a dog. Like, right? I don't even want to have a dog in this house and take care of a damn dog. No, fuck that. So, 
Cause I don't even feel like when I I don't I don't even want to get home from work and have to take them out for a walk and use the bathroom and all that. But I don't feel like doing what? that like, shit. It, it keeps me active a little bit, and because I love my now, don't get wrong. Some days that walk too short, I'm tired. But I would be like, okay, he's yeah, here all day. Let me get him out. So. But I also don't want to like when you go out of town, you gotta find a sitter yeah, though. Close to my mom, but that, that's something to think about too. See, I'm working on my, um, on my fluffy money so I can pay a dog to <laughs> yeah. All of that is in the works. So. Hey, random. But I feel like I've always wanted to have a party like the Taco Bell commercial. Those car in the Syrah? Those parties be lit. <laughs> I'm like, where the hell are they? Bruh. Where are they? <laughs> Bruh. Bruh, like, where these parties be at? Like, I would love, I want to have a party where you walk into somebody's house and you got a 16-pack of tacos and everybody's like, oh, Will's in the building. He's got tacos. And then someone, and then someone's pouring tequila shots and I'm passing out tacos and the music's pumping and people having conversations and dancing and we wilding out. Like, them parties be seeming live as hell. And oh shit, and with no carpet, my nigga. <laughs> oh shit, no carpet. We ain't gotta worry about vacuuming this shit up tomorrow, my nigga. Shit. Or have a have a Ciroc party where everybody's all dressed up and shit, and the music's still live, and there's a pool outside, and people just hanging out by the pool, and there's like seven people in the pool, and and people are just hanging out like eating chicken wings and soups. Like that shit's fly as hell. Eating chicken wings and soups, my nigga. Look at. I'm trying to eat chicken wings and soup. Nah, this motherfucker ah. didn't just say this on my podcast. Hey, you could have sent me a oh, sad text. What nigga? That means I gotta sit through. Fuck We've been on this you. shit for 89 minutes. And then I gotta sit through and find the moment. You got like three different times that you like. You can edit that out. You know what? I might. I might say fuck it. And be like, this is an unedited podcast. You're going to just, you take me how I am. I am not my hair. Uh, I mean, no, F you. Because I might just say, I am not my hair. You take me as I am. Oh, fuck ass. And I want to do the same thing. I can't stand. No. Niggas going to need. I'm getting my feet wet. I want to get like into the meat, meat, leader stuff. Cause I feel rusty. That's what she and, said. That's what she said. Honey, get down <laughs> to the roof, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> the bay. No, I'm mad. I just looked at my. I'm mad. I just looked at my profile picture and, and thought about how you said I got the nice fuckboy haircut and the. <laughs> I don't fuck haircut when I see one. Now. Don't test me. I know these. I know. Fake. I'm a black girl and I know things. You not the first, and you not the first black girl to tell me I had a fuckboy haircut though. No, That's the funny. funny. Thing. So uh, me and my friend, um, my friend was uh, showing me pictures of this guy that uh, she liked, and um, I was like, so she was like, yeah, girl, he cheated. Da, da, da. I know he lying to somebody. That just took me out. That just took me out. <laughs> I know he lying. To I know he's lying to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> He gotta be lying to somebody. If Hunk ain't lying to me, we good. But he's lying to somebody. That's Hell so no. Funny. I can't stand y'all women. Who he lying to? I got <laughs> Who he already lying to? Won't be my ass. 
Yeah, you can come over. No, no, no. You, you can come <laughs> over. Yeah. Yeah, come on through. But don't lie to me. You better be lying to these other hoes. But oh don't lie God. to me. Oh, uh, you so ignorant. <laughs> um, anywho, um, Jazzy Bell, I want you to leave off with a, uh, some type of gym or something for the culture. Some inspirational. Some uh, some type of gym. Something. something. Right now that I'm about to post on Instagram. And I want people to know that on my Instagram, I post things that I like. <laughs> Um, I know uh, Nick, he be uh, getting on me. Like, I don't hate men. I actually love men. I just post, you know, real things. <laughs> I post real things about men and women. But somebody on Twitter. Do you want to give your uh, social media she first? She my Justin. I'm not saying. She's she so Atlanta. She's so Atlanta. Now, just because I said that, don't mean I'm just going to automatically click you. Because I'd be funny. I'd be funny. I don't add white people when they try to request. White people, I be giving hella investigations to. I check them investigations. You even see me on LinkedIn. You saw me on LinkedIn. I freaking love Twitter. I freaking love Twitter. Right. If I become somebody university president and all, I ain't deleting shit off my Twitter. I'm keeping all of the tweets. I ain't deleting none. You gotta take me all, take all of me. All Ooh, of me. Anyway, um, so, <laughs> anyway, um, so, this is the gym that I would do. Um, so, this is the, um, the gold rose to get this on Twitter. Niggas want you to prove your worth to them in Niggas want you to prove your worth to them in order for them to treat you right. The worst mindset to have with me, because I'm not auditioning for treatment I know I deserve. The minute you pursue me was the minute you knew my work. Don't play with me. And you let me tell you something. What yes. was my favorite thing to say as a black woman? It's something that we all heard our mother say, and you know what it is. Don't play with me. And that's what you gotta say it. Don't play with me. <laughs> I ain't boo boo the fool. Like when somebody say in the way they when they say it like, don't play with me. That's that's how you gotta say it. Don't play with me. Oh. You know what's up. You see whatever yes, ma'am. you own. Yes, don't ma'am. play with me. Don't play with me. Cause that means that you yes, are like it's not it's not no like, oh don't play with me. It's like it's a don't play with me. Hands will follow. Don't play with me. Cause, cause, cause I ain't boo boo the fool. <laughs> Or, or, or the man in the moon. Or I the man in the moon. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't one of your little friends either. You damn sure not one of my friends. My friends put me to the shit. Your mama ain't none of them. <laughs> I be like, girl, relax. Oh my God. I ain't one of your little friends. Anywho, uh, Chico My Dusty said that um, the moment you started pursuing her, you knew her worth. So I don't, I shouldn't have to prove my I worth think. to your ass. That's Seriously. basically what and she I just said. Like like um... And this one thing I will say, I feel like this is why City Girls got, um, some of y'all got upset so much. Like, and like I feel like some men, and it's also women too, they so used to putting out so little but get their faces turned up when you gotta, um, be reciprocal to some things. So. Man, these dudes just whack. Right. Fuck them. Right. And don't know what the first is. My God. So. So I'm gonna leave you off with that. Then no know where the clitoris is. is. Um, <laughs> and if you don't, and if you don't know where the clitoris is, read about it. It's not that hard to it's find, like to be honest. It's a little bit thicker. 
it's a the, it's a it's a little bit thicker than the rest of the vagina to be honest like you can find it her face is gonna change when you find it y'all so just just finger around down there <laughs> you'll know it like just like love you know it when you see it <laughs> you're gonna know it when you see it. you're gonna know it when you feel it um so uh shout out to y'all I want to thank you to my homie Jazzy Bell as always. That's my nigga, and I'm gonna give her a hard time because she be fucking around, but it's cool. I'm gonna still and give I her a hard time. But... And I, I love, love you, my nigga, and thank y'all for tuning in to another hour in the Chicken Liquor Hour. Y'all be blessed and stay in spot. Peace, niggas.